Hutton Orbital Truckers and a warm welcome from Studio 3 here at the Orbital. This week's show is entitled, What a Load of Baubles. I'm your genial host, stop putting genitals in the scripts there, Dave. I'm your genial host, Dick Chafing, and joining me in the newsroom tonight, we have... Rudolph, appropriately named for this time of year, Hucker. That's true, that's, that, that, that's really appropriate. And tonight's news headlines this evening. After last week's exclusive expose, uprising in Van Manen. New Welsh Hutton Alliance details leaked. Valiant Valhalling Viking Commander Ramforth goes missing. Don Antonacci's Burkhardt base break-in success. Pilots Federation commanders in kidnap shock. After the stunning reveal by our expansion team last week that the mad monks of the sublime order of Van Man and Star were not the ascetic and holy order that we all thought they were, but a dark and corrupt presence, far too close to our systems for our liking. We followed up our stunning exposure with a mighty uprising caused by the hotbox. With the door locked and the majority of Hutton's commanders stuck on the outside looking in, Team Hotbox indulged in an orgy of mighty proportions, culminating in the kind of election that, should it have appeared in George's pants a year ago, would have given us satisfaction and gratification far faster than it indeed did. This close-knit team are taking turns to run mission after mission to near the point of exhaustion in an effort to ensure that not only are they defeated, but the mad monks of the sublime order lose their deposit. May Alvin's wag be with you. After tense negotiations brokered by the Vikings of Valhaling, Hutton's hot pit, yes, the Hutton Orbital Political Information Team, were expecting to herald in the new year with news of an alliance with yet another faction local to our systems. Yes, the Welsh Wombles of Alpha Fornacus. Sorry, there's a mug ring on my paper. The Welsh Dragons of Alpha Fornacus instead sent out an emergency appeal for assistance in their system, as they'd been assaulted by the evil Alpha Fornacus Allied Corporation, the kind of evil conglomerate that takes your money to perform deliveries and manages to lie about whether they put it on the Type 9 at all, whether it left the depot, or indeed whether you'd actually placed the order in the first place, and if you don't mind, could you wait five days before reporting it missing? They're the kind of company that has all employees on zero-hours contracts, the kind of company that doesn't allow you to bring your dog to work, and even worse, has a blanket ban on Hutton Orbital Radio in the workplace. Bastards. Anyway, we digress. The Welsh Dragoons of the Welsh Dragons of Alpha Fornackers appealed for Hutton Trucker help, and the team swung into action. Not only did the combined forces drive off the opposition, they sprung the system into civil war as a result, allowing the Welsh to burst into manly song 
and marched straight back into the fray, faster than a popty ping warms last night's leftovers. One resident of the system, a certain Ivor the Engineer, accompanied with his mate Jones from Steam, suggested that only an overdose of Welsh idioms would prevent disaster in the system. We tried asking Delilah, the daffodil saleswoman at the station, why, but all she wanted to talk about was the green green grass of home. We got confused and left to go shoot stuff. More from Fornackers later. Earlier this week, we were sent the worrying news that the valiant Viking from Valhalling, Commander Ramforth, had decided that following a fortright chat with Oxforth, and much thought, he was henceforth and forthwith not setting forth on further missions until whoever installed ship systems had got their finger out and fixed the faults with the flipping fellow flight or finder. Yes, he had difficulty in discerning anyone at all during a dangerous encounter with the dastardly Dun. Dun. That's Dun. Don Tanatanetini. That's dastardly Don. In a full on. How can I get through that whole paragraph and then trip over on the word Don? In a full Viking rage, he had slammed the door to his ship so hard that Old Man Riverboat's fingers were lucky not to get fully severed. They only needed a few stitches and an ice pack. And warped the bulkhead of his ship so badly that the door is stuck shut. We are hearing reports from Valhalling that the Wassailing, the Wassailing may have got a little bit out of hand recently and there is a hint that he may have had one an Odin of a hangover. As with four knackers, there will be more from the Vikings later when we find the cutting torch and the sledgehammer. Joy this week, as during a 24-hour period of galactic shenanigans to raise money for a cause dear to our hearts, no, not Alvin's dentistic fund, and no, not the new plumbing for Cubicle 3, we mean special effect, the galaxy's greatest engineers, bringing exciting ship systems to keep the injured, infirm, and desperately unwell flying, we dressed up an attack on Don Antonacci's new hideout at Burkhart as a bit of a laugh, and broadcast it to the galaxy. With a combat wing consisting of one enormous corvette, and a few little ships, a bomber wing loaded with mines and missiles, and a crack team of SRVs, but missing the essential ingredient, the galactic intern himself, we attacked the base. We utterly destroyed it. The camera ship took one for the team, and then another one, and finally a third one, before retreating to a safe distance, and having destroyed the base, pillaged it for goodies, and broadcast it all under Look What We Did to the Don, we realised there had all been a terrible mistake, and we had, in fact, attacked a nunnery. The nuns were not impressed. They had thought that the gun emplacements they had put up, and the huge sighing saying, Bugger off and leave us alone, amen, was sufficient to deter marauding pirates. Alvin has sent them a slightly chewed toy and a letter with his paw print on it by way of apology, and the team have been sent home with their tail between their legs and, almost to a man, a terrible fear of penguins. Oh, and a few bruises. Happily, the rest of the galaxy thought that this was so funny they threw over 46 billion credits at the special effect engineers. We heard that some generous soul even gave Snuffler a whole planet on condition that he goes stay there and not blow up anyone ever again. 
finally tonight, there has been shock throughout the bit of the galaxy that cares that a number of well-known commanders appear to have gone missing. Yes, Senator Drew, human, Yes, Senator Drew, human, obsidian ant, mad dog and fiery toad, as well as one Kate Russell and associated hangers-on, appear to have been seen last sneaking aboard a Type 9 in the Slough system, carrying no more than a toolcase and a birdcage. It's rumored that the mysterious CQNN quantum neural network may be involved, and what is worse, nearby pirate factions have issued a hunt and capture order on the ship carrying them. We've turned our station sensors to longwave and have been listening out for them, but all we've been hearing are echoes from the hold. If you want to try decoding these echoes, stay tuned for information on signing up. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the news. This is the ever-exciting Hutton Orbital, a long way from anywhere sensible and, as always, going far too far in the name of fun. I'm Dick Chafing. I'm Rudolf Hucker, and we're taking a short break now. Tune in after this tune for banter, then the Hutton Orbital pantomime, then more stuff that does include Flossie. And Wetherspoon, and Hober, and some Welshman. Uh, that too. Uh, in the meantime, this one is for Ramforth, in the hopes that it will persuade him to pop his head out of his asp. Rudolf Hucker. Play the music quick before he hears me. Oh, okay, um, right, sure. Uh, um, uh, yep, we can do that. That's definitely fine. Uh, don't touch He's that dial. He's coming to Come on. No, don't touch that dial. Uh. Well, welcome to our. I, I, I've had a, sorry, sorry, just to interrupt. A message from the Welsh. They say they're loving the show this evening. Oh, must right. have been the daffodils I sent. You had a, a message from the entirety of the Welsh. Well, all, all the Hutton Welsh, or, the, or it could be the Welsh of Thornackers. <laughs> See that 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 that. I'm glad you had that paragraph because I would have tripped over Thornackers. Well, I was impressed you didn't trip over the sentence that I wrote to trip you up. And you're right, you did trip over the Don. <laughs> it just happens that way. Yeah, I would. I think you know anybody with four knackers would trip over them. Um, it's slightly right. less painful than sitting on them, anyway. We've got a full blooming broadcast studio by a couple of lurkers who have snuck in tonight. Um, we have the usual, the hot pit report from Commander Evenstar Russell, who is joining us in the cockpit tonight. Evening, Russell. Good evening. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing very well indeed. Thank you for asking. We have, of course, our sidekick Dave Antion. We have Hober Mallow, who will be appearing later on for a segment of uh, Hober's Bit later. Evening, Hober. Good evening, sir. It's not just Hober's Bit tonight. It's uh, also Jimmy the Mug. That's right, Hober's yeah, Jimmy the Mugs, but Jimmy's in here too. We also have the Queen of the Community Goal, Commander Flossie, who will be giving us a Community Goal report later on. Hello, Flossie. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> the tech monkey's trying to pretend he's you, Flossie. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're joined by the tech monkey, Simuf, and we have had some tech issues tonight that he has hammered with a hammer and fixed, which is good. So we're up and broadcasting now. 
Hope you're enjoying this wonderful quality. And then we've got some lurkers. We've got Commander Remklep lurking. We've got Commander Ventura and Odemon crew. Simon is, is eating... What are, you, what are you eating? Bugles. Bugles. Ah, okay. So yeah, Commander um, Remklep, Ventura and Odemon crew are lurking in the cockpit. We may we'll swing to them at some point. Hello, guys. Hello. Oh, no, no Ventura, Ventura Hello. does Hello. start in one of our pieces later as well. Oh. We're getting a pizza in. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Is, is that a black pudding and egg pizza as liked my gal midden? Oh, mm. God. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's some... Oh, we were, obviously, we at the Fantastic when we went down there, we had a festive pizza, which was very off-putting and bizarre, but oh. lovely. Anyway, Dave, how are you? We're not even going to talk to, to Tech Monkey. Well, well, you'll no doubt interrupt at some point. Oh, I've had, had one of those weeks, you know. We had to... I had to fly... Uh, Mrs. Vante on to the nearest uh, hospital outpost and then uh, fly her back again and uh, banish her for bed rest for a couple of days only to find out she'd um, jumped in a spaceship and flown to work. Yes, did you manage to uh, suitably chastise and um, introduce them to the comfy chair? Uh, well, no, discretion is the better part of valour and, and she can wield a frying pan exceptionally heavily so um, I just went with a stern frown and then I'm off to do a radio show. <laughs> yes. Well, I have uh, my Mrs. Cow is currently sitting uh, in a, a mechanical chair enjoying some television uh, but desperately hinting that she'd like to go back to her nice comfortable new bed. So... Yeah, we're all good. Is, is this chair goes up, chair goes down, chair goes up, chair goes down? That's the ones, yeah, nice and handy. Really, you know, she's finding it very uncomfortable, but it's just, you know, we're trying to keep her moving in the right directions, and she's been doing fantastically so far. Who has? She, she hasn't. She hasn't got it in the full full rem clip mode then. Not yet. Now, who changed that logo? Which logo? Somebody changed my Hutton Orbital mug logo on my ship for a for a strange, uh, what what is it? A German commander's logo. I'm, oh. I'm most unimpressed with that one. What I wanted my mug. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't know who who won the custom skin either because that would have been good. Uh, we think we just have to wait because ideally, what we all want is Hutton Trucker uh, skins and decals for our ships so that we can. Oh no, there are Hutton Trucker decals. Alvin's got them locked away and he's not given them to anybody. That's it. They, they, they're there. They're done. They're designed. But they're just not given to anybody yet. This is just not... We, we need to unlock these things. We do. We need to get out there. And I mean, I'm still in my... You know, left my ship out there with my passenger who's just desperate to get back to where he was. Uh, Epsilon Indy, in fact, he's from. Um, and um, he had me take him out to the Heart and Soul Nebula. Not quite out there, just before the Heart and Soul Nebula, about a thousand light years before it, there is a beautiful blue um, nebula, and there is a stunning planet that you can get the most gorgeous views of that nebula from, and uh, that's where he wanted to go. And we arrived there just last week, so I'm now just trying to make sure he makes his next connecting flight on time, but I'm struggling a little bit. I think we're just going to have to maybe see if he doesn't mind flying out of Hutton. Well, I heard there was a strike with the, uh, the staff on board your ship on overpaying conditions. Well, no, not at all. My ship is in... Well, no, my ship is absolutely in horrific state, but... You know, it's out in the wild, so there's not much I can do about it. I was rather hoping... Well, well no, no, no. It, it was more a case of there being no pay and horrific conditions. 
Right. Well, yeah. Isn't that normal? Well, of course. Yeah, I thought that was standard. Terms. Well, no, I mean, even the co-pilots, even 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 Clem, my my co-pilot, or what do you call him? Your my 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 pilot of my little buzzy thing, the Taipan. Um, I've been training him up this week. He's doing very well. I let him fly the Anaconda for the first time today, and I took him to a compromised nav beacon. Ooh! And he didn't die, and he didn't kill my Anaconda, and nice. he made me some money, and. I was hooning around in his Taipan like a lunatic, dodging railguns, and and he he bossed the thing. Actually, he's he's um he's dangerous now. He's he's getting towards deadly. So um, Clem's doing all right. He's a bit of a crim. He's got a dark past, but he's, he's doing okay. Well, you know, most commanders have got something in their history. Um, something we we did touch on in the uh, newscast tonight was the special effects, uh, engineering department who managed to to raise that spectacular uh what was it you said 46,000 billion something 36 a small correction there they didn't raise it the galactic intern and his buddies did ah to give to them to spend on stuff it's a bit like taking fish to engineers you know during the beta you always have to take fish to go and see whatever their names are these you know, elvira martuk or whatever well in this case we just have to take loads of credits and give them to the special effects engineers right well i have a i have a um, um a sort of uh message here from a commander um well actually he's not got his commander name but i can't remember what his commander name is baz baz's commander name what, what kinrain kinrain Commander Kinrain has sent in a message uh, which consists of a massive thank you from himself and everybody else at the Special Effect Engineering Department for all the commanders who supported the Frontier livestream on Monday and Tuesday and that they are completely and utterly overwhelmed and staggered by the generosity of the Frontier and Elite Dangerous Commanders out there. So, you know, if you were involved in that, a huge big pat on your backs. And, well, you know what? You know, let's, let's, let's push the boat out. Not only do you deserve a huge pat on the back, but have a little sneaky pat in the front too. That's from us for a big thank you for all your generosity and all the effort you put in. And, of course, we have to put out some huge amounts of love to the Galactic Intern. And, um... um has Bo oh, and, and Bo. Yeah, has Bo got yeah, a and, uh, I don't think Bo's yet. got a name. No. Uh, well, you know, huge thanks to them. Or Diddley. She could be Bo Diddley. I was thinking that and then thought, would that have a double connotation that would not go out well live on air and require some thought beforehand? But you've put it out there now, so let it, let it, let's see what happens. This is um, Hutton Orbital Radio. If it's not inappropriate, it we're not doing it right. It was certainly better than things I was thinking of. <laughs> well, we we had we also I understand that there was a behind the scenes green room uh, fight between Commander Kinrain and a a certain individual known as Chief Beef as well. Oh, did they get their beef on? Did they? No, Chief, Chief had an enormous spatula and he was hitting Commander Kin, Kinrain with it. Well, at least that's what the photographs look like. Right. Maybe he was just trying to flip a system. Eh? <laughs> oh yeah, we're on fire this evening. Ah, well, yeah, no, maybe we should move. No, or something. No, we're really, really on fire. Hang on. Oh shit! <laughs> Quick, press, press, press that button. No, 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 that, that, not that button. The other one. I, I, I think um, the tech monkey spilt some watsits in the uh, control panel. 
Oh, don't damn die, ya! Ooh, ooh! Look back, you blame the tech monkey. Oh, message from Commander Kinrain. Yes, he did get a grilling from Chief. Oh, dear. It gets worse. Grilling, <laughs> yeah. Well, you. Don't anyway, so you're saying packed show this evening. So we've got all sorts of goodies coming up. What, what have we got coming up? We've got, not just Christmas. the usual bits and bobs, but we've got Christmas, Christmas. coming up. So, Christmas um. Summer. Yeah, everybody's logging off for about four days while the hangover subsides, which means that the only person actually flying a spaceship over the period is probably going to be Nocti, because he's a nutter. Nocti, put the controls down and take a day off. Alvin says so. Yes. Yes. Stop he's not it. going to, is he? I, I don't think so. He's, 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 a, he's just, you know, he's just too efficient. That's the problem. He just looks at that. <clears> he's a machine, that man. And it upsets we thought Rascon mm. was a we thought Rascon was an utter utter robot when it came to stats. Nocti, uh, I mean, it, it, it's beyond belief. He did get, uh, well, not not the Hutton mug. He got a different kind of Hutton mug this week. Um, Commander Evenstar did send him some glassware this week. Ooh, I received <coughs> some pretty spectacular Hutton goodies from. Some pretty uh, spectacular Hutton members too. Um, things which would be, you know, uh, very well received by any Hutton trucker. Uh, uh, you know, the Hutton trucker. Uh, oh, I'm not even sure if I can talk about it yet. Well, you'll, you'll just say thank you for the awesome Hutton truckerness, and I hope that at some point we're able to offer these kind of things up as prizes because they would be extremely well received. I believe. You mean you mean the thingy that that. Um... Buck Naked hasn't received yet, so we can't talk about it. Yes, yes. We can talk about the other one because we're not allowed to send that over to that part of the world because it gets um, impounded by customs. So the other ah, one we can talk about. Right, so the... The one that the the listeners are listening, there's two things that we can't talk about, but we can because one of them is not going to get to him anyway. Yeah, which would be the, the, the amazingly... Um, I don't know if it's tasty yet because it's in my fridge, but I am looking forward to having a taste of the Hutton orbital chocolate bar made with 100% pure Hutton orbital cocoa and embossed I'm not with words <laughs> and wrapped with words and I mean it, it, it's it's not just Hutton on the outside it's Hutton on the inside it's Hutton on the surface it's, it's Hutton all the way through full of it's love. amazing what you can do with the stuff from cubicle 3 you know those cocoa beans are shot right up well, we we heard that the uh, the commander who made it, the commander who's missing this evening, it was a commander one, wasn't it? Um, commander Spike actually has a three D chocolate printer. Oh no, it was no, commander no, even style this one, wasn't it? The I got you two backwards me. again. That was from you. <laughs> yes, yes. The other one we can't talk about is from Spike. That's right. Oh, that's is that right. the one well, that sticks to your dashboard and has a bubble head on the end and no. bubbles when you're flying? Hober, Hober, Hober. Stop trolling our poor truckers. <laughs> Stop trolling them by making anyway, our Anyway, Com Commander Evenstar, thank you very much for my, my through and through Hutton. I c it's so good, I can't eat it. No. Oh. I just have to look at it and bask. It, it took me so long to temper it. Chocolate's harder than it looks. <laughs> well, it is if it's as frigid as it is in your kitchen. You mean well, it? yes, it is a bit parky in there. Yeah. Well, well, at least you know, it's not as frigid as the bedroom. It, but... <laughs> oh, Hoba, back in the box. You're in the naughty corner now. <laughs> so I mean, obviously, obviously, is is Cubicle Three? You know, is it clean now? After all that? Well, I wouldn't say clean. It's full of cocoa plants now. Well, slightly less full because I, you know, harvest a few. But God, yeah, the stuff in there does not make I, things grow. Are you grow. sure they're cocoa plants? Well, 
it's got a shine on it, so we'll, we'll call it cocoa for now and see what happens. You have to cocoa, know how cocoa. it tastes. Oh my goodness! There's a pair of somethings in the studio. Yeah? Oh no, what? that's just Hobo and anyway and Saibu. <laughs> Jimmy the mug, Jimmy the mug in the corner. They're a there. tear, aren't they? Anyway, for, for those for those listening listening on the radio, wondering what on earth is going on, somebody's putting naughty pictures up on the screen here in the studio, and it's distracting everybody. So before we get distracted any more, shall we switch to our special broadcast at the moment, um, so we can all go and recover and not look at the naughty pictures that have been put up on the wall? Put them on my Christmas. No, I might need to go recover myself. <laughs> go on. Uh, run VT. What's the word? Uh, that's, that's a Roland Rat special. That one. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. What am I? Oh right, we're doing. Are we doing? We're doing pantomime, are we? Uh, yeah, that that one, the the Viking one. <laughs> I'm really kind of frustrated because someone's worked out how to change that, and I don't know how to. <laughs> Just damn it. Um, right. Okay. We are gonna. Yeah, we'll cut away for this, and then we're gonna have to wash the studio out for a second. Ready, everybody? Hold on to your hat. Something special is happening. Welcome to the Hutton Orbital Festive Pantomime. A visit from Cecil. Towards the middle of Yuletide and all through Valhaling, riots had started, there was screaming and wailing. The Vikings had been drinking since Yule had begun, and nothing was left, not even the rum. Now Oxforth was shouting, By Odin's blue beard! This is the disaster that Vikings all feared, when watched they hear above those angry screams, but a beep and an incoming message on screen. Incoming priority message. So up from my throne I arose with a yell, and ran to the console to see what the hell that infernal beeping was and to clear incoming lines, so the Vikings could order more mead, some gin and a bottle of wine. I looked at the screen, you're having me on, and there at the controls of a battered lacon, a tweed-clothed man, his nose rather red, a glass in his hand for the mug, his badge said. Dear Odin, said Oxforth, glancing across at the screen, it's Cecil, oh shit, that drink, it's bright green, we're doomed, he proclaimed, rolling his eyes. Don't worry, said Cecil, I've been sent with supplies. I've got gin, and some whiskey, and plenty of mead, and bottles of wine, some rum, and all that you need. But I seem to have hit a bit of a snag. I'm lost. What's that smoke? It's making me gag. From the way that he spoke, I could tell he was pissed, but a brimful Type 9 was not to be missed. I exclaimed, stay there, don't move that space cow, Oxforth, get out there and find him right now. The radar was showing him on approach at speed, the damage was clear on the video feed, his ship was on fire, Cecil wearing ramlock, he was speeding and hadn't requested to duck. A warning flashed up, a passing space cruiser was drifting in front of Cecil's out of control boozer. Oxforth, divert him, he's going to crash. The station will kill him. The drinks will get smashed. Ah, he sure is, said Oxforth in a good Viking growl. I'll divert it the only way I know how. And rammed his hard ass into that ship, which flashed, then blew up after performing three flips. 
Gunports blazed red, the station let rip. Oxford shouted, That's it! I'm ejecting! I've diverted that ship! As Cecil's Type 9 barreled in through the rack, clipping the letterbox with a sickening crack. I warned him, Slow down! The ship won't pit in! Oh bugger! Hang on! I've just spilled my gin! I've allocated you space down there on pad 3. I know! But the problem is I can't really see. The Lacon hit hard with no landing gear, bumped into the tower causing metal to shear. And out from the hold canister started to spew, the crash had opened more than a few. I say, muttered Cecil. I'm rather contrite. Clearing this mess up will take half the night. You bastard, said I, just look at this mess. Yes, my poor flight suit. I peed, I confess. I looked at the docking bay covered in drink. It's Yule, no one's hurt, and Oxford's alive, well I think. That sad drunken bastard came out to Valhaling to bring us some booze so we could continue wassailing. Drinking booze by the liter from a mug as you fly is a guaranteed way to earn a rebuy. So all's well that ends well. And this is a firm warning that drinking like that leaves you rough in the morning. However, this Yuletide, the Vikings were saved by a drunk with a mug and a cheery old wave. Good Yuletide to all, and to all a good Yule. That's how Cecil saved Vikings, the silly old fool. Appearing in A Visit from Cecil were the Hutton Orbital Performers. Joe Eskel as Ramforth, a Viking of Valhaling. Chris as Oxforth, his brother. Cecil as himself. Commander Ventura as the hapless passing ship. Commander Wotherspoon as the station noise. And of course, Alvin Defer as himself. That really shakes you by the festive baubles, doesn't it? What about the four knackers? <laughs> I've only got two left. <laughs> oh dear! It was it was incredible fun receiving that uh, that that broadcast from uh, from Ramforth and Oxforth and of course Alvin, who was of course um, the star of the show. Well, absolutely, it's always Alvin. Well, sure, who else? It? Well, yeah, it is his show. <laughs> he does pay the rest of you. Well, that was awesome, and 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 yeah, finally now that I finally found the right flipping thing button to push. Um, but yeah, welcome back to Hunt Orbital News. We're here and ready to carry on with our programming tonight because obviously we want to get through the information. And I happen to know that we have some pretty epic political news tonight. There's been quite a lot of gains for the truckers this week i'm not sure how the you know the represent how it's represented in the uh, influence that we have in the systems but i know that uh, we have had at least one if not two new additions to our stations um but don't take my word for it because i could just make this crap up and frankly you know what sometimes i do let's go over to commander russ are you ready 
I'm, 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 yeah. That wasn't quite English. Well, well it's, it's a start. It's, it's, it's only my first language. Give me a chance. <laughs> <laughs> no problems. Okay, this is your weekly roundup from the Hutton Orbital Truckers political information team. At 11, up 37 at 44, Van Marn and Star. At 10, down 6 at 48, it's Trepin. At 9, up 7 at 51, it's Wolf 25. At 8, up 7 at 56, it's LP 245-10. At 7, up 16 at 58, Kappa 1 Seti. At 6, up 4 at 61, it's LHS 340. And at 5, up 2 at 66, it's PSPF LF2. At 4, holding at 68, it's George Pantazes. At 3, up 5 at 69, it's Wolf 359. At 2, up 7 at 71, Y is 08550714. At 1, down 1, at 86, at home in Alpha Centauri. We've had some pretty big old numbers this week. It's it's coming up a treat. It is. Now, I know that we had a, a bit of success out in Epsilon Indy, um, being part of the Indy crew. Um, I've been out there doing my bit for it. Well, let's say I've been doing my bit for it. They've done a hell of a lot more while I've been out here miles away doing this exploration. Uh, but I'm hoping to be able to dump a huge pile of data at our station on the planet in Epsilon Indy, which is awesome. Yes, Krylov station in Epsilon Indy. Data drops. Yeah, we definitely need some data drops there. And, you know, if you've got room, you've got any left over, Hubbard Trepin. Um, I clearly pronounced that exceptionally well. So, Ruskovinishnikov Hub. If you can translate that, you're a better man than I. But, uh, wow. yeah, Krylov installation at Epsilon Indy first, if pref for preference. Um, that would be really helpful. Um, and on systems that I didn't mention on that that top top 11, because that's about all I can squeeze in, um, we were up 5 at 31 in Epsilon Indy, of course, that's going really well. Um, we're down a little bit in Lumen 16, but still at 28. So um, things have been looking pretty good for us this week. We, we've got lots and lots of, lots of um, influence. That's the word, influence. Um, so we're doing fairly well. Um, Wolf 359, you know, keep that ticket over. You know, nothing special to do on there, just um, ticket over. Um, unfortunately, we lost the grip on the coup in Kappa 1 Seti. It didn't quite make it. Um, but on the plus side, Luffin 16 is on its way up again with any luck. Um, and Van Marnens is heading for election. Um, with any luck, we'll win the system if this one um, works just right. Ooh. So it's, it's, it's been a, quite a week, quite a week. Is it possible to, to win a system without owning any assets, though? No. Because in the winning, get given an asset. And get your asset handed to you. Okay. No, just, it was just a thought, you know. Just wondering, you know, because it would it'd be difficult to sort of um, sustain your uh, win uh, without a station in which to trade and drop off data and things, so... Uh, it just struck me as being, yeah, it must be, maybe there's a peculiar... Well, I mean, you, you can have the highest influence in a system without owning it, yes. But, but unless you own it right up at the top tier, then you're not going to get a coup. But, of course, Hotbox messed up the coup by 
I, I have no idea how they did this. Well, I sort of do, but the Van Marnens thing, I mean, systems that large, George Pantazis, a bit like Epsilon Indy, a year ago we found these incredibly difficult. And now, these guys, a week ago we turned up there, and a week later we're winning a system full of millions upon millions of people and i mean epsilon indy is much the same there are there are over a billion people in that system and it seems to be relatively child's play to do well in that system yeah it's, yeah. it's quite extraordinary given that george's pants was only like about four four million wasn't it and that took us forever and epsilon indy is four billion you know that's, that's several orders of magnitude higher i can see that we're going to have the benefits of this time of year because there's an awful lot of work for truckers um, there's an awful lot of shipping jobs going on at this time of year, so you know I can understand that over the next week or so we could have uh, even more trucker involvement. And if you are out there and you're wondering where the good contracts are, then do take a chance to have a wee pop by the Facebook group and uh, have a look and see where we're recommending that you spend your time in the contracts that we would like you to sort of take a hold of. Um, because well, I mean, there's just about yeah everything you could want to do if you want to go do combat. There's stuff in there to go help um, the Welsh Wombles, and if you want to do trucking at the moment, you can help us with the election in Van Marnens. And if you haven't got your Van Marnen permit, I'm sure Even Star's going to tell us in a second how on earth you earn a Van Marnen permit. Um, so you can do that. Um, if not, you can help boost the rest of our systems while the election's going on. You can do trading, you can do exploring, you can do uh, passenger missions to God knows where. I mean, the, the, the daily missions, Nocti gives us a whole list of things to do. Yes, and, and they say about doing a passenger mission. So thank you very much for that report, Russell. Is there any hot points, any hot spots at the current time? No, um, really just want to concentrate on the systems that are under 60%, really. So that's uh, Vermana Star, obviously, Epsilon Indy, Lemon 16, Trepin, Wolf 25, LP245-10, and Kappa 1 SETI. So if you could work on those if you're in the area. Data drops, as I said, at Krylov Installation, Epsilon Indy, and Rucker's Shibidlip Hub in Trepin. Um, Rucker Vashnikov. That's the kitty. I'm going to employ you just to say that for me. I think that's a much easier way of doing it for everyone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're doing pretty well. So um, going back to the permit system, if you want to get a permit into Van Marnes Star, you need to get reputation at Tau Seti, YZ Seti, Epsilon Eridani, IL Aquarii, or TZ Arietis. Um, and that should, with enough work, get you a permit to Van Marnes Star. Well, the um, yeah, the the Sublime Order are the controlling faction in Tau Ceti, and was it Epsilon Eridani you said? Epsilon Eridani. Yeah, they're, they're the controlling faction in those two, and they're a minor faction in the other ones. So um, it's easiest in Tau Ceti and Epsilon Eridani because they have the most missions. But I think they've got a pending outbreak coming, which means if you don't get your permit soon, it's going to be really hard to get it. But on the bright so side. There. It'll be really easy to pick up the uh, disease. Yeah, well, we suspect they've got mods. We've given mods to the Sublime Order. There you go. <laughs> We're withholding mugs, are we? <laughs> Underhand tactics. <laughs> yes, that's well, there's a certain there's a certain commander out who's tearing his hair out over the whole Van Manen thing. And I did, I did promise that this week we'd, we'd speak about it because the, the dark things happening in Van Marnen Star, if anybody has been paying attention to Escape Velocity over the last couple of months, 
and been listening all about what's going on at Van Manen's Star, um, we seem to have steamrolled a big truck right through the middle of what's going on in Van Manen's Star, and I understand it has significant bearings on season four. I think it's it's kind of like that scene where you go into that little country pub, isn't it? And you've been, you know, you're just you're you're in your full-on tourist clothing, and you walk in, and the snooker table, the balls stop mid-roll, and everyone turns around. It's that kind of thing we've done in Van Manen's, is that we've just sort of turned up in the middle of a party uh, in fancy dress, and everyone else is in suits and uh, cocktail dresses, and then we're standing there like a prize, an unwanted fart in a lift. That's what we are. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely, and and it's causing much head-scratching because, you know, these guys are supposed to be some kind of dark evil power in the universe, and they've sort of rolled over quicker than Alvin when he sees a a lady at the autosport show in high heels and a short skirt. (laughs) Did you say Alvin or did you say Mike? Yeah, Alvin. No, Alvin. Alvin does that. He he sees them. He rolls over. He gives them some fluffy belly, and then old Mike, his handler, um, has to take photographs of these ladies while the, you know they're tickling Alvin's tummy, and you know he he has to stare through the lens at the things crouching down in front of him. It's a curse, but it, but he copes well. He does. He never he never moans. No. <laughs> well, so, so I, there's, I, there's, I kind of want to know if, sweating if... and heavy breathing, but not moaning. No, not not at that stage. So right. is Alvin actually going to take the lead in the, in series four of Escape Velocity? As he's clearly well, playing did, a pivotal did role. You, did you? Well, if you listened closely, and by the way, for anybody listening, if you're not listening to Escape Velocity, we're not giving you any spoilers. You need to listen to it because otherwise, you won't know what on earth we're talking about. And it's you know, you're doing a trip to your in-laws over Christmas. Download it to the phone. Put it on in the car. There's nothing the family can't listen to in there. Okay, there's a bit of mild peril. Um, there's a bit of extreme peril. Uh, there's a bit of Mr. Dusty. I won't tell you about Mr. Dusty, but listen out for Mr. Dusty. Um, he's quite scary. And um, yeah, there's. Um, put it on in the car and listen while you're driving to the in-laws at Christmas. No, um, just something that we can mention now as well, because I'm not sure if you're getting any information or how the information coming in from the Trucker Tracker app is going. But is it a oh my to... goodness, is it awesome? Yeah, well, I'm I'm using it at the moment. It's quite a nice way of uh, tracking where you've been and what you've been up to. Um, and it's just a case of, is it helping yet even star? Have we got to a point where we're getting data? Are we close to a full release? Well, we, we've got the initial release out, I believe, but we're not, um, not really pulling the data back at the moment. Uh, unfortunately, Mike's, uh, Mike moves too fast for me to keep up with him. He's he's um, a speedy coder. Um, but we're getting to the point where he's he's got quite a bit of data now, and uh, uh, I'm not quite sure what he's doing with it. But we're not far off being able to use that to um, <clears throat> feed that into our hot pit team, which will just be superb. It'll be such a help. Um, well, at, I mean, at the moment, if I, if I fire, let, let, let me fire up my trucker tracker while we're talking. At the moment, it's actually telling us um, who is uh, who's the naughtiest trucker out there, or who's the naughtiest. Um, tester at the moment and also who's taken one the most for the team so give me a second to fire it up and i'll give you the rundown of who's doing the best and who's doing the worst give me a sec yeah sure i'm just doing some you know what's this what are you sending me links for now mr tech monkey never i should never ever click these links 
Uh, well, actually, one of the most exciting developments um, is that we've had to call security because Cecil broke into the trucker tracker control room, and when you fire up the trucker tracker, you do get a little bit of added Cecil, which is quite spooky. Um, right, okay, so it's tracking mugged commanders at the moment. So um, those commanders that have taken one for the team and died horribly. Now, at the top of the list is Commander Noctavegas, who's managed to die 19 times in the line of duty since he installed the trucker tracker. Uh, we have Commander Jeffrey Ramsbottom, who's um, died 11 times. A certain Commander Vanteyan, who seems to have died 9 times. By the way, 4 of those were during the base assault when I was the camera crew. We've got P-Driver, who's died 5 times. Sci-Fi 88-Man, I think that might be Jim Jimmy the Mug, has died 4 times so far while running it. Uh, Commander Bam has died 3. Red 13... Ah, now, you see, well, we won't talk about Bruce. Red 13, but he's died a couple of times. And Commander Snoswell himself has died twice. So there you go. So, it tells us who's been doing their bit in the line of duty. The and, and then, of course, we've got the naughty list. Oh, sorry. You said? No, no. You're just, it's just saying the year we've got the naughty list as well. Right, the naughty list. Um, so commanders that have blown up a hut and trucker. Um, at the top of the list, we have Commander Noctivegas, who has blown up two hut and truckers. Commander Vantehan, who's blown up one hut and trucker. Commander Brackets E.G. Astrom, who I think is a genuine alien to the system, as in he's, he's not one of our testers. I believe he's a person that's randomly assaulted a trucker, has blown up one. And, of course, Old Man Riverboat's blown up one. Um, this is all in the name of testing at the moment, but the idea is this creates us a, a naughty list that people like uh, Commander Silent O Body Count might be on should they attack any truckers. But body who? It's a, a body count. Silent O body um, count. Body count. I think I think you mispronounced the, the name there. No, no count. It, count. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, no, it's no, also no, telling it's me at the moment is that Psycho Cow is in Hegwer BJZ fourteen eight, and he's exploring. Water Watchers in Dekiat. Is that one of the engineer systems doing pew pew? Uh, Zorlak with a zero is in Perry Station in LHS 449. It gives us a rundown of what fellow commanders are where and when they were last seen as well. So, yeah, it's quite fascinating stuff. So, actually, the last update was at 2136. Are you are you playing? Are you sorry, flying, playing, flying while while we're talking on the radio? There, Commander Psycho Cow. Me? Of course. It of says course. here you're jumping at the moment. I've got to get this passenger back to his connecting flight. I've got to gain. Are you multitasking? Contact. It now says you're in B BJZ E fourteen eight, and you're in the middle of jumping. See, this well, is what the Hutton Tracker Tracker's for. It tells us what people are up to at that second. Yes, I am. I'm making sure that this customer gets his uh, his just desserts and gets back in home in time for his connecting flights or whatever it is he wants to do after this, I don't know. Well, the list tells me our best trucker is Commander Evenstar, who is currently parked at Hutton Orbital. Oh! Why does that make him uh, best? He's currently... He's docked. Yep. Can, can, can somebody take the gaffer tape off Hober Mallow before he explodes as well? He's, he's making funny noises in the corner. <laughs> um, am I allowed to speak now? Well, then we'll pull the gaffer tape off, so go on. That's enough. I was going to ask, how does one get the Hutton Orbital Trucker Trucker? One does well, not if you simply want to be one of get the... the Hutton Orbital Trucker <laughs> Tracker. Yes, the first rule of Hutton Trucker Tracker is one doesn't talk... Oh, no, we did it on the radio to everybody. Oops. 
Um, what you do is you send, if you want to beta test it, and trust me, this is a beta test, this is not live. If you poke the bear and upset uh, Commander Snoswell, who's programming it all, then you get a one-way trip to Cubicle 3 or possibly Airlock 3. But if you want to beta test the Trucker Tracker, then you send an email over to I took part at HuttonOrbital.com saying, please let me test the Trucker Tracker. And we add you to the group, which has got a download link. And then you run it before you run your systems up, your ship systems up, and you start getting feedback on what's going on. So, yeah, send an email to... Oh, Commander Flossie 2's just jumped. Flossie, I thought you were getting ready for your CG thing. Apparently, Flossie's a guest import in PSPFLF2 right now. I'm just done there. <laughs> yeah, well, that, here you go. I'm distracted again. Somebody put the naughty picture back. That's not a naughty picture, is it? That's just a dancing head, as far as I can see. That's a big bowl of jello. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it was all like, anyway, sci-fi man, oh, crikey, uh, uh, Jimmy the Mug's jumping as well. Anyway, so yeah, if you want to send an email to us on that, we'll add you to the beta testing as long as you understand it's a beta test. And please don't poke the bear. We're aware of what we wanted to do to test it, try and break it, um, and don't complain about not being able to resize columns because you can. Because you, you can, go. or because you can't. You can. All right, excellent. I'm not tried. Uh, that's great. I mean, it works. Well, moaning, yeah. moaning that you can't see. Yeah, moaning that you can't see the timestamp because it runs off the edge of the page without actually trying to resize the column causes upset. Okay, it's it's, it's that kind of. Don't upset. Do not. Do not. Do not poke the bear. Is that what we're talking about? Because the 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 bear works for the dog that has teeth. Okay. Well, I reckon. This is an ideal point to go for a wee quick musical interlude. Um, and I have a, a request that came in from somebody out there who knows who they are and they're awesome. That we'll try and get done here. Um, at this point, if that's okay with you, Dave, unless there's anything we have to cover before we go to it. No, not, not at all. We, you wanna, we, we do that and we can swing into our special message from um, the daffodil-wearing um, green, green grass of home Welsh. You got it. Not a problem. We can do that. We will catch you guys after this little tune. Do not touch that dial. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200 credits. Stay where you are and enjoy. We'll be back. Right, boys, thanks too lot for turning up. Where the hell is Soundy? Because he called this meeting. He's got space logy apparently. Caught off his missus. Yeah, can you catch it off sheep? I don't know, but we got his messages, right? Oh, and Banzai can't make it. He's out near Colonia with space madness. Aye, man, I heard. Apparently he took a load of onion head with him too, so I bet that didn't help matters. Anyway, guys, we, we got stuff to discuss. Enough of this rambling crap. I mean, I mean, it sounds serious. Well, Saren's transmission was a bit garbled, but the words we can make out were Need. Help. Uckers. In system. So you're telling me there's someone in our system doing as they please? We better get out and beat them senseless. I agree, but sooner we find the Uckers, the sooner we can stop them doing what they're doing. Yeah, we need to sort out some kind of search pattern and maybe just kill any wanted ships we find. Sounds good. At least we get some bounties to hand in, but who the hell are these Uckers? Hang on, boys. We're getting a call here. It's for you, Pringle. No. 
All right, Sarah? What? Well, it's not my fault the comms crap. Look, I don't recall hitting the comms tower. It was probably just a laptop. Fine, fine, fine. I'll tell them. Idiot. What the hell? You broke that comms antenna again, didn't you? I just bloody repaired that. What now? I was looking up good Welsh cake recipes. Uh, seems we might have jumped the gun a little bit there, boys. Sounds just sent the full message over on text here. Okay, so... Oh, we need to thank the truckers for helping out the system. Ah. Ah, does make a bit more sense. Do you think they'll accept Welsh cakes? Look, I don't know, but there's an attachment of someone shouting, For the mug! Do you think they'll help us out again? Dunno. I'm off to try and recruit more people, otherwise we ain't never gonna get Clem Station. I could make the Welsh cakes smaller, so they fit in the damn mug. What? Oh God's sake, man. Oh, bloody hell. Well, anyway, we need to get some thanks off to these truckers. They've done us a favour here. Yeah, boys, we will have to head over to Alpha Centauri at some point. Yeah, cheers guys. We'll, uh, we'll repay the favour soon. And I'll start baking some Welsh cakes. That was a, a lovely little message there from the Welsh contingent. That was beautiful. It, it yeah, and it was some uh, probably Welsh Welshness in there too. Some proper there Welshness. There was cake. Yeah, pop dipping. Uh, there was cake. There was was uh, there was there was there was references, and 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 there was a nice country sound uh, background to it, which was lovely. So they must have been out in the fields. Were there sheep? I didn't bring up the S word. You brought up the S word. They brought up the S word. They mentioned the S word. Okay, well they mentioned this word. Then we'll just we'll just pretend like it didn't happen. Um, right. Well, I think it's a beautiful time uh, to say, Commander Flossie, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Would you like to run down the community? Go oh, did, did I come up with that with a made made up intro for you? Let's have a look and see. No, I don't think I did. Um, let's just do another quick, nice one for you. That will do this. Cut an orbital radio. Flossie is doing the community goals. There we go. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> this week we have three new CGs. Uh, the first one is Festive Appeal. Uh, runs for two weeks, uh, unless, of course, it completes early. The luxury goods supplier, Santa Moert Cooperative, has placed an open order for personal gifts in anticipation of a busy period at the end of the year when many cultures mark it with exchanging gifts. The organisation's CEO, Nicholas St. Klaus, released the following statement. This year, we're asking pilots to bring goods from Frost Dock in the oh, Nijimbalba system to close port in the Santa Moet system. In exchange, we're offering generous financial rewards and special festive prizes for those who make a contribution. Uh, I've since discovered that the prizes involved will be a, a, a chrome paint job for an eagle for everyone who takes part. Um, Right, the second CG is Alliance Appeal for Construction Materials. The Alliance Prime Minister, Edmund Mahon, has announced plans to conduct, construct a planetary outpost in the California nebula, nebula 
In a statement, Mahone explained it would serve as a centre for xenobiological and astronomical research. He went on to say, We have placed an open order for geological equipment, HE suits and surface stabilisers for use in the construction of this new outpost and authorised the 160 SOAR to reward pilots who deliver these materials to Shang City in the Fools Realm 111-674 system. Do you, do also, you get the feeling, Flossie, sorry to interrupt, do you, do you get the feeling that we've stitched you up royally? There's a conspiracy. <laughs> they keep putting these horrible names that I cannot pronounce. <laughs> and I think Go on, give, give, them, give them nicknames and say, if you want to know the real names, come come and join the right page and your special forum just for this. So give them all a nickname or some, some innuendo and then just say, and if you want to know what they're really called, just come and read my special forum. <laughs> Mm, yeah, that's a good idea. I might do that. <laughs> For Fool Jam. And the Wibbly Wibbly Doodah system. Wibbly Doodah system, yeah, okay. <laughs> also, uh, bouter hunting CG alongside this, um, neutralising agitators in that uh, diddly doodah system. <laughs> <laughs> to ensure those contributing materials for the new outpost can do so safely, the 160 SOAR has placed a kill order on all wanted ships operating in the diddly doodah system. <laughs> and it's much better. <laughs> yeah, and it's promised to reward pilots who deliver bounty vouchers to Shang City. And apart from those, uh, the Colonial Migration Appeal also continues. So that's the CGs for this week. And Fantastic. if you want to know what Flossie's diddly doodah is, you have to go to Flossie's forum. Yes, you will. And there it's all spelled out in black and white. <laughs> yeah, Flossie will reveal her diddly doodah in her forum. <laughs> okay, no, that's a different forum. <laughs> is that the <a> squeak? <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so what, what, what community goals are you currently engaged in then at the moment, Flossie? I haven't actually started any yet. I've been a bit busy today. Um, but I'll probably do the um, festive appeal. Um, it's One is actually rare goods, um, which spawn at the rate of 24. So uh, unless there's people loading each other up, I'll be tootling back and forward, taking 24 at a time. Oh, and it's both ends are outposts. So there are no large pads, so we wow. won't have any clippers and things loading up. And that sounds like a job. So the both ends of Flossie's doodah, diddly doodah, are outposts. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, so what, what Flossie <laughs> could could really do for her diddly doodahs is is a large pad. <laughs> and it's ting tong, walla walla, bing bang. How I'm the hell did we get here? Seat. We're just going to blame Frontier because they put it in a stupid system with a stupid long name and we're going to tell them time and time again until you name it properly we're going to call it Flossie's Diddly Doodah <laughs> Oh dear <laughs> So you've got a small ship ready for that and what you're looking for is truckers to come and help load you up 
Well, if I take my small ship, the, the one I did the gimp running, it only holds 24, so I'm just totally back and forward in that. Otherwise, if I use my Python, then yes, people can come and load me up if they like. <laughs> and if anybody wants to know where Flossie's diddly doodah is, the best thing you can do is get the Hutton Trucker Tracker to track Flossie at the diddly doodah so that you can come and help load Flossie at the diddly doodah up with the rares. <laughs> Actually, that, that CG name's out too bad. It's the other CG. <laughs> uh, we also have here a CG hero himself, Jimmy the Mug. Jimmy the Mug, um, last week, did you get into the top 10% of the CG? Yes, I sure did. But the right, and how, how much money did you earn? Um, almost close to 30 million almost. Nice. So, if you're a fan of Get... Oh, sorry. So I was just wishing he had left it as, yeah, I sure did. That was just beautiful. In fact, I'm cutting that one out, Jimmy. That is going to be a sound bite because that's going to come in very handy. <laughs> well, I was going to make it kind of bloody. Uh, they're going to help you with the big, nasty word that Frontier like given. Uh, I'm a redneck space trucker. I just say the whatever is it, and I hope I don't get lost. <laughs> you said the word what? <laughs> The, the the whatever says no, no J Jimmy's right. Space truckers can't the read lesson. anything yeah. more complex than Flossie diddly doodah. Exactly. <laughs> so so yeah. Well, Jimmy the Mug does do um, radio requests and and sentences on demand. We've had a few sent across that have snuck and into the radio station occasionally as well. Children's parties as well. <laughs> as with the balloon <laughs> animals and cake. Yeah. Oh, oh, actually, no, Jimmy the Mugs, Jimmy the Mugs, all about the cookies and the Thargoids, anyway. Exactly. I see a Thargoid, honey. I'm throwing cookies and everything else at him. Keep running. Anyway, moving along, there's, um, there's a bit coming up after this one, which is from Commander Wotherspoon. Now, those of you with eagle ears, eagle eyes, eagle ears, no, hang on a second, eagles have good eyes. What has good ears? Um, what? Fox. Pippa Middleton. Oh, did you see right. ears? Okay, Pippa Middleton ears. Anybody with Pippa Middleton ears? Ah, rabbit! And who was paying attention I may have I... heard on Lave Radio earlier in the week. By the way, tune in to Lave Radio because it's quite interesting when they're on Tuesday nights, is it? Tuesday nights. I don't know, I don't tune in. There you go. Shameless. Um, yeah, Lave Radio is the only time you're allowed to tune away from Hutton Orbital Radio. Anyway, um, Commander Wotherspoon put together a little bit of a review of the year. And he's done it in two slices. The first slice he's given us to broadcast on this show. And I've heard rumours that we might be doing a Thursday broadcast next week with the second half of the year. Ooh. Is that right? That is That is definitely the intentions. Right, so do we have a big pile of Commander Wotherspoon, who was in the play earlier, by the way, as all of the noise, um, to broadcast to the listeners this evening? We do. We, sorry, I'm getting a little bit of um, issue with the power connection here, so um, it's going... So I apologise for any distortion to the mic. Um, yes, we do indeed, and I will quite happily cue that up, and then we will have a little tune to bring us back back in for i think the next part up is hober's bit is that right that camera are we at hober's bit already no we can't be with hober's it's only it's only 10 o'clock gee wow we're yeah, i've not through. finished my bottle of wine yet right, well it's time for you to go for a fag and a piss hober and uh 
We'll uh, play this tune and some music and be back. So don't touch that dial. You'll just make me cry. And nobody likes to see a grown man cry. Well, but Simon... Is it on the Twitch stream? No, no. What are you, what are you like? You're worse than them. Right, we'll be back after this Galnet Review of the Year Part 1. Uh, tune in and then we'll have a little tune after that dedicated to everybody. Okay, just to all of you out there. And we'll see you on your return. Here we go. Galnet News. Review of the year 3302. We recall the year so you don't have to. Part 1. January to June. January. The year starts with UA bombing at Obsidian Orbital. The new station is a prime target for commanders collecting the new unidentified artefacts and selling them on the black market for a healthy profit. The link to the shutdown of station services is discovered by accident. The search for barnacles in the Pleiades sector reaches fever pitch after the leak of a few frames of video and some cryptic messages. When the first barnacles are found in Marope, a new material, meta-alloys with magical healing properties, is discovered along with them. This material brings Obsidian Orbital back to life. The wreck of the cruise liner Antares is discovered. Lost 50 years ago, it appears that a cascade failure of the ship's power plant and the hyperdrive's containment systems triggered a massive explosion within the drive. There are no organic remains, but the 50-year-old mystery is resolved. Sirius Corporation investigates the causes. President Zachary Hudson is inspired by the discovery of the Antares to search for the wreck of Starship One, the federal presidential ship which disappeared a year ago, carrying then-president Jasmina Halsey. A faction called Emperor's Dawn attempts insurrection within the Empire. With limited support, the uprising is swiftly put down. A commander travels from Sol to Sagittarius A-star in less than eight hours. The galaxy is shown to be a small place after all. February. Senator Denton Petraeus is promoted to Admiral after the successful rout of Emperor's Dawn. Professor Palin Researcher into unidentified artefacts and meta-alloys sets off for a new base on Maya B1BA, but his ship goes missing without trace. Large quantities of meta-alloys are now being sold on the black market at Obsidian Orbital to what are believed to be front companies for a big conglomerate. Ashling Duval launches a campaign to free Imperial slaves, calling slavery anachronistic. The remains of Starship One are discovered, and the cause of failure is linked to a catastrophic failure of the power systems in a manner strikingly similar to the Antares disaster. President Hudson announces that the sister ship of the lost Starship One, a modified Beluga liner, will be replaced with a pair of more reliable Farragut battlecruisers. 
Many escape pods are found at the wreck site of Starship One, including the injured but intact President Jasmina Halsey. March. There's turmoil in the Federation, where there's confusion about whether Jasmina Halsey should be reinstated as president. Plans are made to revive her from stasis. Professor Palin is found in an escape pod. He claims he was held for days and interrogated about his research into unknown artefacts. The identity of the abductor remains unknown. Within a week, though, Palin is back at work and announces that meta-alloys can indeed counteract the effects of unknown artefacts and appeals for meta-alloys to begin building UA-resistant cargo holds. The Distant Worlds expedition reaches Beagle Point. And Lave Radio appeals for blood crystals to upgrade its broadcast systems so that its broadcasts can start on time. April Professor Palin announces his retirement from active research amid concerns that his UA-resistant cargo holds could be used for smuggling. The federal hand-in-the-head campaign to remove onion head from federal territories flops. A campaign is started to bring back the Bourbon to Epsilon Indy in the wake of a federal crackdown. The Fuel Rats announce their 10,000th rescue. The recently revived Jasmina Halsey makes a series of apparently incoherent statements about her experiences after the destruction of Starship One and appeals for exploration data to find the true architects of creation. And Queen Jezza claims sovereignty of Sagittarius A-Star. May Jax announces plans to take his station on a massive cross-galaxy jump to Beagle Point. He appeals for fuel, but his station is also sabotaged by UA bombing, and shortly after departure, the station goes missing. Ex-President Halsey undergoes psychiatric evaluation. Thoughts of reinstating her as president are quietly forgotten. And the evil Don Antonacci summons pirates to a battle royale against the Hutton truckers in the weird system. June. The wildcard playoff for the dangerous game begins. The EG pilots storm all three stages to become one of six factions competing to become a galactic power. Farragut battlecruisers are seen patrolling Marope. The Federation denies any aggressive intent despite allegations of unprovoked attacks on cannon interstellar vessels. A fuel rat is destroyed in a cowardly ambush by a python who claims to be collecting a bounty on the rat. A garbled message is received from Jacques Station indicating that the station is intact. A search of systems near Beagle Point proves fruitless, but within two weeks, Commander Cly has located the station about halfway to its destination and not far from the galactic core. Jack describes the failure of his systems in which space and the agonising decision to drop to normal space to avoid the station being destroyed. 
a relief effort to take meta-alloys to the station gets underway. And the rise to power begins, with six factions competing. You can hear the second part of the Galnet News Review of the Year 3302 on Hutton Orbital Radio on Thursday night at 20.30 Galactic Standard Time. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. Welcome to a new show, with perhaps to introduce you to the Papa, it's Jimmy the Man and Hopeless Kid, hosting the Shadowball, Poppy Shit, we're gonna try flying Jimmy out of the galaxy, but most of his endeavors will be vilified, it's Jimmy the Mug and Hopeless Bit. It's Jimmy the Mug and the Hooper Show, hello everybody. Hello Jimmy. Hello, who there? How you doing, who there? Not too bad, Jimmy. What are you doing today? Oh, not much, not much. Just being my usual self, playing with scrap metals and dreaming about big shits. Good stuff. Are you ready to start the show? Oh, I'm so ready. Are you? Sure am. And hi, I'm Jimmy DeMug. I'm the latest Unity, uh, unit engineer here at the Hudson Cleon Shipyard. We have well-traveled vessel to give to you at the unknown great price, reinforced with excessive Hudson scrap that doesn't make it into this wonderful thing of Hudson Mug we all know. Jimmy, Jimmy, stop talking to the ships. We've got our first customer. Good evening, truckers, and welcome to Hutton Orbital Scrapyard. We join Jim the Mug on his first day on the job. It's probably the least important job here at Hutton Orbital, as mug sales are up and we don't actually have a scrapyard. Good day, madam. Good day. My job here is to cultivate and treat your scrap, I mean, ship, in a way that needs to be treated, to convert them into vessels. My specialty is massaging those little scraplets out of their rigid little sharp ends uh, and relaxing them. That the great, wonderful handyman such as myself as I tender them into smooth curd, beautiful curd, to make them in the mugs. I mean mugs. Honey shits. 
Bro, 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 I found, I mean, I got, I earned this Pilots Federation license this weekend. I need a quick shot of Jax, like my friends, as quickly as possible. Anything in the Ferdy Lance range? Yes, yes, I got here that peel back out pilot. I mean, yes, you ship, sir. Jimmy, I'm not quite sure that's the ship, but uh, uh, I don't have this one. I'll be sure to add some uh, training wheel to that peel back. So when you uh, drop onto a planet like a tank, you don't seem to be that good uh, handling your ship. I've added some extra special FSD drive that is designed specially by me that will move you the atom by atom to wherever you want to go in space. My dad can pay for it, bro, but I'm not quite sure that's the ship for me. Well, well, we'll paint it yellow. Look at some wonderful nugs in there, free of charge. Cookies will come extra, though. But if you see some thorough guys, you're into some fun. Jimmy, can you come into my office, please? I'm afraid to say, the boy and his ship never made it past undocking. Something about the hull being sewn together by hand with scrap? Oops. Well, I then lugged out of the job. God darn it. Now I've got to find another job. Darn it. Um, what is Huber's Bits? Um, if you're looking for the channel to tune your browsers to for the subtitles, um, sadly, the person writing the subtitles had less of a clue than you do. Um, we, so, unfortunately, there will be no translations available for that section. However, you will be able to listen to it again and again and again. And the first person to submit... That sketch to us on a postcard will win a special Hutton prize. Send your translations. This excludes Hober, Odie, and of course Jimmy the Mug from entering. And um, yeah, awesome. Uh, we'll have to obviously tune in next week to find out uh, what happened to Jimmy the Mug and whether or not he landed himself his dream career, uh, which obviously will involve mugs and. Um, We'll see how he gets on next week, or maybe not next week. When, when's your when's your next episode, Jimmy? Um, I want to say next Thursday. Who though? What do you think? I think I can do it. Yep, I, I definitely think we can make it. Okay, well that's <laughs> unless unless You've we broken have my Thor God Hudson a little. Then we have to the with all the cookies and mugs. Thargoid, that was possibly the greatest piece of M drama I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> what, does it, what does the M stand for? It's M drams. That means they've had lots of drams, or is it you need to have a lot of whiskey to to quite catch it? Uh, it you guys are drama. legends. I actually just snorted gin out of my nose. <laughs> oh dear! Oh, it hurts. I cannot wait till next week to hear the next instalment of Jimmy's uh, career moves. Uh, maybe we can publish Jimmy's CV on the, the website. <laughs> do you know what? No, I, no, I, no, I, no, I, I, I think that'd that. be quite I'll a good be thing. My, my trade secret. My Jimmy no not much keep the trade secret a secret. Unless it's cookie recipes. I can share cookie recipes. Right, well, before we have our sort of end-of-show chat, um, Hober, you had a song choice and something you wanted to play, and then we'll come back for our wee end-of-show chat after that. 
I did. Um, <laughs> I can't actually stop laughing from Jimmy. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, yes, uh, the next song is for all those truckers who stay awake till the wee hours and hear a sound in your house this time of year. It's time for Santa Claus. And we're back, we're back, we're back. Welcome to our closing stage and chat. And yes, if you're sitting there wondering, did I just hear a dram- dramatised story with Jimmy the Mug and Hober? Yes, you did. Yes, you and did. Odimon. And And Odimon, and of course, yeah. The, 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 the Prince of Puns, um, Odimon, is there too. So you can listen to that again uh, later after the broadcast as it appears on iTunes for all of you iTunes subscribers, of which I have to say the numbers are increasing. Thank you very much. And if you are subscribing on, on iTunes and not just using the RSS feed, then please do feel free to leave a little so five-star review or four-star review or one star review, if you so feel, with a nice good justification, so that we can have a good giggle and maybe. Well, give a shout I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave one of those. I, I'm going to leave that. I've just pulled a stomach muscle laughing. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Well, Vontion, well, uh, you, you, you did ask why Hober's bits here, and I said earlier on the old Facebook group because I'm here to up your ratings, at least for the first four fifths of the show. I think this may well actually explain. <laughs> The rest of well, the have you noticed we peaked at around Flossie Point? Well, I would expect what, 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 that. What the numbers increase? Really? I would, yeah. yeah, yeah, Flossie, very popular. That was a uh, conversation killer. Yes, it was. Uh, you should remember how how moved that um, that commander was at Lavecon when you sent them a nice little private message. Oh well, no, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, of course. Flossy, are you, st- are, you st- are you still sending out um, signed eight by tens? What of the diddly doodah? <laughs> yep, yep. With the squeaky chair, diddly doodah oh, yeah, on the yeah. squeaky chair. <laughs> no, well, actually, Flossy just posted up a picture in the Facebook page of her diddly doodah as well. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh, you think I'm joking? Well, it's there. It's... it's right in the middle of my screen. It's big and it's round and it's Flossie's diddly doodah. <laughs> so we would be remiss if we didn't bring this back to some kind of festive commentary because, you know, it's Christmas coming. It is. So let's let's get some there we go. Some nice little tunes underneath while we close out the show and wish you all a very happy festive holiday season, depending on your particular religion, background, political views, which truckers do not give a flying toss about. So you can do whatever you fancy doing over the next week. In fact, if you're working, happy work week. You know what? Just go with it. It's jingly, it's snowy, there's crap films on TV that we don't want to watch, but frankly, we're all too fecking bloated and hungover to even search for the remote control. So just when you're lying back there, make sure your iPod is within grasp, tune in to Hutton Orbital Radio, and fall asleep to some of the best tunes in the galaxy, and share Christmas with your fellow truckers, because, well, you know what? It's Christmas! I mean, what other holiday in the year? 
does the justification for anything end in it? Oh well, it's Easter. You can't justify going out into the street naked, can you, at Easter, and just go, oh well, it's Easter. But at Christmas you can. And there's very few holidays that you can use as an excuse for bad behaviour. Well, it's Homer Mallow and Dave <laughs> seem to have some suggestions. So let's see. What do you guys reckon? And go on then. What is it you're after, Dave? No, all I was going to say is um, a very special message to Commander Kinrain this evening. And just to remind him, all his mates and all of his friends are here and we love you to bits, mate. Merry Yay. Christmas, Kinrain. Yeah, in fact, that's with some lovely words from Kinrain as well, who is, you know, considering himself to be very lucky to know all of us, which is a lovely sentiment, but we all feel very strongly the same, that all the truckers we've met over this year, all of you that we've joined and played with games in, where we've been on planet surfaces attacking the base, all of you who have come and made our game that much more richer, this is our time to, to, to give you a huge big thank you for our help throughout the year. For all you hotbit teams, for all you department heads that are sitting there feeling a little bit unloved and neglected at times because there's other things going on and you just don't have the support that you'd love to have. We salute you, we love you, thank you so much for all your hard work. For Russell and Andrew who work tirelessly making the most amazing prizes and just supporting the rest of the admin team, Thank you so much for your hard work this year. For Mike Snoswell, who pretends to do stuff in the background when actually all he does is fart and shout at people for not doing it his way. We love you and we salute you. Have a wonderful Christmas, Mike. He's going to get me for that. And to Commander Noctivagus, who has taken up the mantle over the last couple of months, has been doing eight truckers' worth of work every day since he started. To Commander Ramforth, from the Vikings of Valhaling, who has unfortunately decided that he wants to miss us for a little bit of Christmas, but he'll be back to Albert yes. Riverboat, to Spike, to every commander. I, I thought Albert's bet was over. I know, well, we just have to kick out his bits. Yeah, it's dead and buried. <laughs> put, put the gaffer tape back on quick. Because there are so many player groups, our friends and friends and features, and our family members as well, who all put up with us and our strange obsessions. We uh, salute you, we love you, and we wish you all the very best for the coming festivities, festivities, and you know your holiday period, whatever you want to call it. What the other stuff? Happy Christmas, Oliver. Happy Christmas to you all. Anything else you want to add, Dave? Yeah, looking forward to partying with Mike, Alvin and Baz at New Year. Oh, crikey, 30th of December, uh, Pizza Meat Glasgow. Uh, if you're a trucker, come along, have a look on the Facebook. There is an event group up there. I believe it's in Pizza Express on Queen Street, and it'll be on the 30th of December. It's on our Facebook book. We'd love to see you there for a little bit of pizza and some beers. It's going to be a great night. Uh, it's after Christmas, it's before New Year, so you that's that sort of little lull of the uh, I'm too drunk or I've sobered up too much and should fix that. Um, so yeah, we could join you there, that'll be awesome. Um, you shove your daughter, says Simon, to Hober. <laughs> Is I anyone else? I, I, it, 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 it. Yeah. I have one final YouTube video to play. Very much, well, not very much in the art um, recorder style but something that make everybody chuckle. So I shall post it in here, and you can post it on the chat, and we can all have a chuckle. 
in a okay. Star Wars story. I, I thought Hyber's bit was over. It's it's long <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> the, the gaffer tape slipped. Anyway, I'm just looking to see. We've got no. See all of this sort of end of yearish. Have a great Christmas because that's this weekend, and have a great if you don't celebrate Christmas um, weekend off or whatever it is. But we're back next week before yeah. the new year, so there's more. Oh yes, and you know you'll get the review of the year too from, uh, of course, Witherspoon, which is going to be interesting to sort of hear the last end of the last six months and all those highlights from the Galnet feeds and his news so we're looking forward to that so yeah you've got to tune in next week and then you've got to go and hear what Dave got for his Christmas you know all his Christmas presents that he got um because you know he... and you'll find out which job Jimmy the Mug secured next a little yes. Christmas present uh, stay tuned till next week ladies and gentlemen and we'll find out where I land <laughs> at god I hope it's not in the backyard again <laughs> right Oh dearie me, what is happening to our radio station? It's just it's... Quick, oh. let's go! We're all off to the bar. Alright. Quick, shut it right. down. Let's go to the bar for a pint, everybody. No worries, but what I was going to do, I'm going to play a little oh, tune. Seagulls, seagulls, seagulls. Dedicated, actually, to another community group out there, the Hammers of Slough, led by the amazing Angel Rose. We have a wee tune to play out just for you. Thank you very much everyone tuning in. Have a fantastic Christmas. We'll see you next week. <sighs> oh, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't open the eggnog without me. Oh, for flip's sake, I'd be better go see it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>